Welcome to the first episode of the Legend Rewind Podcast. I'm the COO of the Upper Cumberland Reporter, Noah McKay, and we are so excited for this new show, where Rusty Ellis will sit down with athletes who played at local high schools in the past to talk about their experiences as a high school athlete, what they do now, and some lessons they learned during their time playing sports. New episodes of the podcast will be released every Tuesday, everywhere where you get your podcast, and sponsorship spots are available now. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, send a message to the Upper Cumberland Reporter's Facebook page or send me an email at noah.ucreporter at gmail.com. This week's episode features two legends from rival football teams who now find themselves as teammates. Cookville legend David Gist and Upperman legend Donovan McAllister sat down with Rusty to discuss their playing days, their lives now as teammates at Tennessee Tech, and the rivalry between Cookville and Upperman. Without further ado, here is the Legend Rewind podcast on the Ford Lincoln of Cookville UCR Media Network. All right, joined now on the Legends Rewind podcast, I'm Rusty Ellis. Today, joined by a Cookville legend, former Cavalier David Gist, former Upperman legend, former quarterback of the Bees, Donovan McAllister. Guys, uh, appreciate y'all being here, being on the first episode. We're thrilled to have y'all. I'm grateful to be here, too. Glad to be here. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's talk first. Uh, I guess it's the simplest question I could ask both of you. David, we'll start with you. Why football? Uh, football has always been – it was introduced to me at a very young age. My older brother played it. My older cousins played it. My dad played it whenever he was in school. And then so then ever since I was like literally like you can see my baby pictures, I'm literally with the football. <laughs> and so it's always been like in the, my mind and in my heart to like want to be doing this with my life. Yeah. Donovan, what about you? I'd probably about to say the same. I've always been into sports, and uh, my bro- older brother played football, and I always looked up to him. And just, I don't know, football is different than all other sports, so that's kind of why I stuck with it the most, mm-hmm. something about it. So is there a moment that either of y'all can remember, and again, this is just for both of you, is there a moment either you can remember where it's, you know, as a running back trucking someone for the first time or making an interception, the first time you scored a touchdown, that you remember that you were like, wow, I'm pretty good at this. Like, I could, I could take this pretty far. <laughs> my very first touchdown that I remember, I was probably like, I think I was like five, and it was like the first time I ever did anything, like like a scrimmage game or anything. Kid like fell on the ground. I jumped over the kid, and I was running. I almost fell before I scored, but I fell into the end zone at like the <laughs> one yard line. And so then that was the really first time like I remember. But then like. I didn't really like realize I could be like good for real until like maybe like in the middle of my high school career where I felt like this could be something serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to say that when I was just little playing, scoring touchdowns, you fall in love with the game, and then as you get older, as you like compete and see how like where you stand at, that's wherever you, you really see what you want to do. Donovan, you mentioned football being so different from other sports. What for you? What for you makes it a different sport? It's just physical, and it's just something not everybody can do. Like mm-hmm. that's just. I don't know. I just love it. Is it the hardest sport to excel at, both of you? I don't know about that, but <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely it's a challenging sport. <laughs> it's definitely a stretch, but I will say the physicality is definitely the biggest thing because you could take the greatest athletes across any sport and put them in football, and if, they're, if they don't have the physicality aspect, then they're probably not going to be able to transition over. So looking at both of your high school careers, obviously you both, you know, you had very good careers. You ended up with, you know, over 20 touchdowns, ran for over 1,400 yards. We obviously know you were a Mr. Football finalist your senior year. Uh, talk about the coaches that you had in that time. That I know you both probably had good relationships with Jimmy, with, you know, Coach Kane. Mm-hmm. I know you all both probably had good relationships with them. Were there other coaches, though, that impacted you not just on the football field but as men as well? 
one coach I had, his name was his uh, name was Jerry King. He actually played linebacker for Tech, and he's he also kind of like gave me my mentality of like just like working hard and like whenever you are like even in practice, even like you have friends that you are friends with for so long, like whenever you are playing football, it's, you can't have friends. You have to just be in a different mindset because you are wanting to outdo. It's always a competition in that aspect. But then I've also had many coaches like my offensive coordinator that came over, Coach Samber, and then the offensive coordinator that was first at Cookville whenever I was there was Coach Gentry, and he was also friends with my dad back in uh, whenever they was in high school. So like I've had numerous coaches like impact me in numerous ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably the same for me. Uh, I don't think I'd be here right now if I didn't, if I, if Coach Kane didn't come to Upperman, honestly. But uh, n- some other coaches that impacted me as a man mostly and on the field, of course, was uh, Noah Rapaski, my offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jeff Upshaw, who's now at Cookville or whatever. So <laughs> that's a little, that's ironic. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just looked up to both of them. Uh, Upshaw known me since I was like a little kid. He. Uh, he knew my brother really well, and like we'd be, my brother would go to Cane Creek with some of his friends or whatever, and play, play like pick up football. He, I was like nine, ten. Asked me if I wanted to go, and I'd go. And Upshaw was there, you know, playing with my brother, and that's just how we met. And then when I got to high school, he just happened to be my coach, so we knew each other, and he was just always there for me. And I could ask him anything. So how important is it to have that kind of relationship with your coaches to be able to know that? Not just on the field if you have questions, because I'm sure, especially learning the game growing up, that you had plenty of questions. Football is not a simple sport. It's pretty complex. Uh, but also, like, with stuff away from the field, you know, being able to talk to your coaches, you know, how, how important is that for both of you? I definitely feel like having that type of bond with your coaches is better just because without that other aspect and, like, having, like, instead of it just being, like, a coach and player, it's, like, almost like a father figure or even just like a friend to friend because then you are you're actually wanting to play for that coach it's not just I'm just out here trying to get by yeah I'd have to say the same that's what it's all about though is building relationships and getting to know people um just knowing like I don't know how to say it exactly but just having a coach that wants your best your best interests Mm -hmm. and you fully believe in that coach you can really accomplish something so now let's get let's get into the rivalry a little bit. So you mentioned it, Donovan, before we got on here. You mentioned that when David was at Cookville, mm-hmm. the rivalry looked a whole lot different. You've been, I feel like, on both sides of it though, yeah. where you've you've had some lopsided defeats, but you've also had some great wins. What's it been like to be on both sides of that? Uh, well, I was much younger. Whenever <laughs> we were losing and stuff, it probably wouldn't have mattered, but because uh, they were really good back then. But I mean, just looking up at the scoreboard after the game and seeing like 56 on the mm-hmm. on the scoreboard or whatever to a rivalry team just doesn't set well with you. And so when you get the chance to change that, you best believe you're going to do it. So David, uh, you obviously were a major part of those teams. Um, tell me, how did you guys look at Upperman when you guys went and played them? Because I think everybody says loves to say it's just another game. It's just another game. But when you get out there, there's definitely a different energy to it whenever both teams are on the field at the same time. Um, how serious did you guys take Upperman when you guys first started playing them? We definitely had in our minds that whenever I was there that we were not going to lose to Upperman because we just felt with us being 6A and then being 3A at the time, we believed that we should win that game. But we also knew if we went into that game lightly, then they could mess around and uh, upset us. Because I remember my senior year, we ended up blowing them out. But to start the game off, I'm pretty sure 
I'm pretty sure like they got some momentum. Somebody I can't remember who the running back was, but they were running the ball. They was running the ball on us, and they marched all the way down the field and got a touchdown. Mm -hmm. And then even the, just them scoring, we were all like saying on the sideline, we have to lock in and we got to get on top of things, or this could turn into a game, and we're not gonna play as we expected to because we just overlooked them. In that moment when you know when you see a team do that, did you kind of see by the end of that game that Upperman's program was was getting better and was was soon going to be able to compete with Cookville? You could definitely see that in like with the young talent they had because even as my senior year was, they didn't have really many seniors that were as I wouldn't even say, I would say as good as our seniors because they had a lot of young people playing and with my senior year we were very stacked and then Years before that, we were also kind of like a powerhouse too compared to Upperman. But then with their young talent, you could see that they were progressing into a team that could actually beat us, which they have done the past couple of years. <laughs> so, Donovan, you, you've, you've made some, especially the, one of the games that sticks out to me is the 2019 game where you opened the scoring with a pick six. You scored the go-ahead touchdown late in the fourth. Uh, you, you've had some big moments. Is there a moment that sticks out to you uh, from all of your time playing against Cookville? Is there a moment that sticks out to you that you remember the most? Uh, I mean, definitely my senior year. I mean, my junior year, I had some help with some, with like Blake Metz. I just had, we had a solid team that year. Um, my senior year, we uh, weren't as stacked, I guess you could sort of say. And so it was definitely a bigger challenge because I'd say even Cookville was better that year than they were the year previous year. But uh, favorite play against Cookville, I'd have to. I mean, I'd have to say the pick six. <laughs> I mean, have to. <laughs> so I, I have to ask because that game is memorable for a lot of reasons. Whether it be those, the goal line stand at the very end. That was crazy. There's, there's so many things that happened in I that game. <laughs> it, it was, it was incredible was to experience <laughs> that because you almost can't fathom seeing, you know, especially Cookville has as big offensive line as they do. You can't fathom them being stuck at the one for four straight plays. Mm -hmm. So it was hard. It was hard to fathom that. But the 2018 game was almost even more special because that jump started a 13 and 0 like run for y'all. Yes. How much did both of those games set the tone for both of those teams? You know, the 2018 team and the 2019 team. Well, the 2018 team, we uh, we everybody on the field just wanted to beat Cookville, and we ended up doing that, and that sent like momentum for the rest of the year. And we just kept winning and winning. And then my senior year, we knew it was going to be a harder challenge, and. Just like, just like last year, you know, we just knew we had to win if we wanted to be where we wanted to be. I mean, you can't lose. So I have to ask you, because this is something that I've wondered, what was it that Adam Kane did differently from previous regimes, in your opinion, that really got Upperman to being the program that it is now? His, he brings his own intensity. He's very intense. Uh, some people don't like it, but, I mean – if you don't like it, you don't need to be there because he's a serious coach and he's a good coach. And David, talk about Jimmy because Jimmy Maynard, I mean, he's been coaching as long as he has. He's been at Cookville as long as he was a standout at Tennessee Tech. Uh, what is it that makes him a good coach in your opinion? I feel like he knows how to utilize his players well because, like, he even coached my older brother uh, back, I want to say, like, 2016, 2015. And then my brother was also a running back. And then – Utilizing the big, because they had a massive O-line his senior year, and then they went to, like, Sevier County, and my brother rushed for, like, 300 yards on, like, 20-something 20, 20 carries. And so then I feel like he does a good job of utilizing his talent, because, like, with us, uh, our quarterback at the time was Cade Smith, and then he played 
Going into uh, high school, he only played linebacker, and then it was Coach uh, Maynard's decision to move him to quarterback, and that ended up helping us tremendously. And so then they also was uh, Q uh, Hicks, uh, played wide receiver. He was going to play quarterback going into uh, high school, but then they moved him to receiver. And so I just feel like it was a good – he's a – He's a very good coach when it comes to like utilizing his uh, players' strong suits. So talking about these two teams in particular, because I feel like, and I've thought about this both years that I've experienced this game, you know, last year Cookville winning, year before with you guys in Upperman winning. Um, there's no other game that I've experienced either year that felt quite like that. And there have been other games that have been played at Tech that have had the big crowds, that have had uh, the great atmosphere, but none of them had the feel that that game did. Why do y'all think – the, this is such a great rivalry. It's local. Because it's, <laughs> Baxter's literally like 15 minutes from here, depending on where you're at in Cookville. And that's usually at the most. And so it's just it's just more because it's, it's, cause it's closer than Cookville is to Sparta. Mm-hmm. And with the level that Sparta's at, it's just Upperman was just more of a more of a rivalry because there was more competition in that aspect, and so then just with it being so close, you have people from both schools knowing each other from both schools, so it's more it's more close related. Yeah, I'd say the same. I mean, being from Baxter or whatever, like if you want to go out to eat, you're going to Cookville. If you wanted to go shopping, you're going to Cookville. So it was just it's just a rivalry. That's all. So the game, like we've mentioned, has been played at Tech, you know, for you know a good bit now. Uh, you know, I'm sure you guys are used to coming out under the Friday night lights at your home stadiums, whether it be at Cookville or Baxter. Uh, you're used to probably for Cookville when you play Warren County, you play them every year. You're probably used to coming out there on the road. You're probably used to you know DeKalb or York, you know, coming out on the road there. Um, what's it like coming out onto a college field and looking behind you and seeing a massive crowd because? The crowd, especially two years ago, when I remember seeing student sections that had looked like what looked like half the student body, you see hundreds, if not you know, close to you know a couple thousand just fans and parents, and you had it on both sides, just an electric crowd. What's that feeling like? Definitely under the bright lights of a college field, like even with just playing on turf, like because you get you get almost like the college atmosphere because you're in the college locker rooms, you're walking out onto the field, and then whenever you have big turnouts like that in rivalry games, it just feels like you're almost playing at a college. And so then that, I feel like with that atmosphere, it kind of boosts the, uh, it boosts the competition because you want to show out on that field. Yeah, I just said that, I mean, just being at a rivalry local game, uh, just you pretty much know everybody in the stands, everybody in the stands know you, they, they know everything about you. And uh, I don't know, it's just, uh, I'm trying to think here. I don't know, just something about all that people being out there, all the attention you get when you're the man on your team or whatever, it's just don't compare it to a regular game. And then the last thing we'll talk about this before we get into this week's game, where y'all are at now, uh, the community support behind both schools is incredible. It's some of the best in the entire Upper Cumberland, you know. Cook, and, and I don't think it matters really. I don't think it's mattered, at least from what I've seen, you know, who you've played or what the records have been. Because every Cookville game I've gone to, the crowd's been packed. Every Upperman game, the crowd's typically packed. And they're both loud, they're rowdy, and they, they you know, form great atmospheres. What's it like to play at schools that have had that community support to when y'all come together, it's two of the best fan bases in the area that are, you know, that are present? It's literally a feeling you had where you just you want to put on for your city. You just you want to play good for your city, and then you just 
we want to put on a show. And so then I feel like that's also for me translated into playing at Tech. Yeah, it's definitely it definitely helps when you know you got uh, people behind your back supporting you, you know. And I agree, it's it's a good reason to stay here at Tech. So now let's talk about that. You both have obviously gone from being at rival schools to now being teammates. First of all, what's that been like? Was there a little was there a little bit of a rivalry y'all brought here first, or was it just you know right away y'all got along easily? I feel like it was more of a right away get along because. But we, there also was like even though there was competition playing from school to school, there was really no like beef or like really like personal like problems with, between people. So like whenever you just come into the same school, it's just more of like a genuine feeling that we both playing for the same college. Yeah, all I know, whenever I was playing day day, we we lost. So, <laughs> uh, but whenever he was gone, we won. So I mean, whenever I mean, like he said, it's there's no beef. The other thing I really want to know, and now that I actually have a couple of local players that I can ask this to, so everyone talks about the difference in levels. You know, when you go from middle school to high school, that obviously the level of competition gets harder. You go from high school to college, you know, that's supposedly a big jump. What's been the biggest difference in college ball versus high school ball? Um, I would just say the speed of the game, for sure. Uh, and uh, checking your ego, because everybody <laughs> was the man at their high school. <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely agree to that because the speed of the game, it's – because, like, where you have the, the everybody that was the man at their high school, they're coming up to the same level. So then everybody that was just as, as elite as you was in high school, everybody's on the same playing field now. Does that push you to want to get better when you get here and you see that everybody, everybody can play, everybody's got that talent? Does that push you to want to be even better? I definitely think it does. And I also think that it's also, like – it elevates your game because you know you can't just do the same stuff you did in high school to be the best. You have to do even more to be the best at this level and then do even more if you want to even take it to the next level. Yeah, if you're a real competitor, you'll continue to compete for sure. Okay, so I'll probably get in trouble for this, but I want to know y'all's take on this on this week's game. So what do y'all think is going to happen this Thursday when the Bees and the Cavaliers, when we get on the field, What's going to happen? Donovan, we'll start with you. All right. Well, I, I played with the kids that are fin to play. I played <laughs> against some of the kids that are playing for Cookville. I'm a little biased, but as far as I know, with the coach, the same coach as at Upperman, I believe that he'll have them coached up and ready to go, and they'll get the dub. <laughs> I personally have not really played with many people for, on this Cookville team, but I also do know a couple play, players like Donovan, Kate Apple, um, the Whited Twins, and I just feel like I feel like they're gonna I feel like they're gonna I feel like they're gonna take the win because like it's Cookville for Upperman we're gonna win. So Cookville's got you know you guys have got a couple big rivalries. Cookville, you've got Upperman now, but you guys have also got White County. Is there an argument for Upperman Cookville being a better rivalry right now? A hundred percent because. I probably there will be a long it'll be a long time for Sparta to beat Cookville, <laughs> unless Malachi Dow like does <laughs> something crazy because that that boy was a problem for Cookville last year. <laughs> so the way I want to try to end these off is I want to give whether you know the biggest thing here is we're talking to legends from you know you, you were born back in 1920 and 
hopefully still alive, or if you were from last year, the biggest thing I want you guys to be able to do is talk to the younger generation because obviously a lot of kids, whether it be in Baxter and Cookville, kids that have seen y'all play, you know, that have gone to your games, there are kids that probably look up to y'all, that want to play football, that want to be better. So free game right now, what is something that you would – what's a piece of advice you would give your younger self or that you would give a younger player in today's game as far as reaching their goals and maybe even making it to the collegiate level? I would definitely say don't waste time. Like, say if you're a freshman and you're like, like, if you know, like, you can put in a lot more work than you are, don't just sit around and be like, all right, I got next year, I got next year. Because then by the time you do that, it's going to be, it's going to feel like, what, a month, and then it's going to be your senior year, and you're like, dang, it's already my senior year. I got to turn it on. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, because once you, like, steadily work to a certain caliber over a span of, like, three, four years, you're going to be a lot further than you would have been if you just put in work for real for one year. I would say listen to uh, the people who has their best interest in you, whether that be your parents, your coach, even teachers. Just listen to everybody that tells you what's right from wrong. Um, put that work in and uh, compete. Well said. Well, guys, I appreciate y'all being here, and I appreciate y'all being on this first episode. So uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens on Thursday. Hopefully it's a competitive game, but we appreciate having y'all on here. Appreciate, appreciate being here. you bringing us on. Our thanks once again goes to David Gist and Donovan McAllister for joining us on the debut episode of the Legend Rewind podcast. New episodes will be released every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. Once again, sponsorship spots are available now. Send a message to our Facebook page if you're interested in sponsoring the show or send me an email at noah.ucreporter at gmail.com. Next week's episode will be a fun one as a father and son duo sit down with Rusty to discuss their time in the high school athletics in the Upper Cumberland as it'll be Justin and JoJo Matheny. And I promise you will not want to miss it. That'll be next Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. Until then, I am Noel McKay for Rusty Ellis and everybody at the Upper Cumberland Reporter. Have a great week, everybody.